All right, you sandal-wearing goldfish tenders. It's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways, and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Ben Bryan. I'm Matt Donovan. And we wish it was the 90s. Welcome back, dear listeners. Uh, and actually a warm welcome back to our fan favourite and Simpsons guru, Matthew DZ Donovan. Oh, very big praise there, but uh, yeah, just glad to be actually invited back after last time. So thanks very much, mate. Yeah, Sim- Simpson will be gutted. Um, he's, he's just texting me every week. Um, and, and alongside DZ on the panel of judges today is his cousin, fellow Simpsons aficionado, uh, Ben Bryan. Great to have you, Ben. Thanks for having me, guys. I don't think I've been called an aficionado at anything in my life before, so uh, what an honour. A good thing to be an aficionado <laughs> yeah. and a guru. Um, well, we're scheduled to have Simon join us today, um, but he's a late withdrawal, unfortunately. So sorry, listeners, you get the worst of the four regulars and two fill-ins. Um, but never cape fair. Uh, DZ and BB will bring it today for uh, this week on The Simpsons. Uh, on March 11th 1993 the 17th episode of the fourth season aired last exit to springfield before we get into the episode um bb is a podcast virgin well our podcast anyway uh and i'm sure our loyal fan base would like to hear about your earlier simpsons memories ben me i can't remember any specific episode exactly but the thing that jumps out at me when thinking about it was um donovan you might remember this as well actually was um being at my grand's place molesworth street and watching the simpsons and i think it must have been in a time slot when we were kids that clashed with the news and (laughs) making mum mum was like just wanted to watch the news and, and was only ever allowed to watch the news headlines before we could jump over to the Simpsons and that just this weird compromise that she had to make for us to be able to watch the Simpsons because we were just that madly obsessed with it from such a young age. So was that you and Matt or was that you and your brother? Uh, that would have been, yeah, me and me and my brother mostly. I don't know, I just Matt would, would, would know the place and the setting, maybe, maybe would have had a similar... Similar time being there for, for, for dinners as kids and just being fixed to the TV while The Simpsons was on. Great set up in the lounge. New TV on top of old, broken, not working TV. It's classic. <laughs> so, because Simpsons changed between Channel 2 and Channel 3 growing up, right? Hasn't it been on both Channel 1, uh, sorry, Channel 2 and Channel 3? I think you're right. When was the Channel 3 change, though? Was that recent? I'm saying recent. I don't know. It was probably I, like 20 years ago now. For some reason, yeah, yeah, not so recent. Yeah. I remember them being on Channel 3 earlier, but then like newer episodes of The Simpsons, I remember being on sort of like 7.30, maybe on 2. Um, shit, we're going back a long way. I don't watch Channel 2 and 3 anymore. Surely they would have been on 2 for the longer time period. 3 must have been a short stint. I, feel. I don't know. I'm wrong there. Let us let us know, listeners. Yeah, yeah, hit us hit us up in the slacks, as we like to call it. Um, so, Deezy's going to do a quick run through of the episode for us. Um, we'll have a, a brief thoughts about it. Go over some best bits slash quotes, and we will uh, agree because there's only going to be one uh, MVP, and uh, and maybe debate over the best supporting actor. 
but take it away, Dees. Of an episode for you guys today, uh, season four, episode seventeen, last exit to Springfield. And Mr. Burns sits in his office, awaiting the union leader, who hasn't been seen since he promised to clean up the union. It is implied that he was killed in the effort. They can discuss the proposed union contract. Overlooking the contract, he is disgusted with the demands and reminisces about simpler times. As such, Mr. Burns decides to take on the greedy union and revoke their dental plan. Meanwhile, at Painless Dentistry, Simpson children are getting their teeth checked. As discovered, Lisa needs braces. When Marge informs Homer, he tells her not to worry about the cost, and the union had won a dental plan during the strike of 1988. Later, at a meeting of the local chapter of International Brotherhood of Jazz Dancers, Pastry Chefs and Nuclear Technicians, Carl announces the newest contract requires the union to give up their dental plan in exchange for a free keg of beer for their meeting. Homer slowly comprehends that giving up their dental plan would require him to pay for Lisa's braces and jumps into action, reminding everyone how their dental plan has helped them all and how the new contract is an insult. Carl proposes Homer be the new union president and is promptly elected by a nearly unanimous vote. Burns monitors Homer and is impressed, confusing his attempt to get a candy bar off his back with exercising. Burns invites Homer to his office to try to reach an agreement, but Burns's sly innuendos are mistaken by Homer as sexual advances. Homer quickly gets to his feet, saying he doesn't go for those backdoor shenanigans and promptly leaves. Lisa is given her new braces, which are extremely noticeable, leading her to call herself a monster. Meanwhile, Burns sends hired goons to Homer's in order to take him back to Burns's manor to negotiate. Once they sit to talk, Homer begins to need to use a bathroom. Asked with Burns immediately leaves, causing Burns to think Homer is unwilling to even hear him out. Homer finally becomes fed up with Burns and calls a meeting where the union immediately votes to strike. Burns is undeterred by the strike and he tries several methods by breaking it up. Uh, such as bringing in 30s-era strikebreakers and getting loyal robot workers. In addition of Kent Brockman's talk show Smartline, Mr. Burns is allowed an opening tirade and he threatens dire events. Fifteen minutes later, Mr. Burns and Smithers march to a secret room in the power plant and turn off the power to the whole town. The strikers don't lose hope and begin to sing. Burns, confident he has broken the union spirits, steps out of his balcony to hear their reaction, is disarmed by their unity and optimism. Mr. Burns finally calls a meeting with Homer to concede that their demands on one condition. Homer must resign as union president. Homer celebrates, causing Mr. Burns to finally realise Homer is not a brilliant tactician. With the Simpson family insured again, Lisa gets her perfect new braces, and she, the Simpson family, and the dentists gather and laugh as the episode comes to a close, as he's left the laughing gas on. Cheers, Daisy. Um, nice. Thoughts? Go straight back to you, Daisy. Thoughts overall on the episode? Look, I always, as a youngster, remember this being just a ho hum sort of episode, like memorable, but not, you know, overly funny. However, I, th- I think I just didn't get the jokes when I was, you know, much younger. You know, the union references and, and the like. Um, but. 
Yeah, I, I certainly really enjoyed it, uh, re-watching it this time around. It has popped up when, you know, we've had episodes on with the girls and things, and it has popped up every now and then, and uh, yeah, some some very good laughs in it, I feel, but um, so iconic that my sister can remember the, um, uh, you know, she wouldn't remember many episodes, but she could definitely remember the, the phrase uh, that echoes over and over in Homer's brain, uh, you know, <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Uh, she, she'd be able to recite that over, you know, sort of any episode. So, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, great one to rewatch again. And um, uh, I did see a couple of pop culture references in there. If I uh, just yeah, yeah, go there, for it. I think. Um, I'm sure there's more, but um, yeah, certainly uh, I think a, a Batman reference, the 1989 Batman with uh, Lisa with the mirror. She smashes the mirror. Uh, ah. I, think, I think that's the Joker, maybe, that does that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when Burns is listening off his balcony, it's definitely the an homage to the, uh, the original Grinch. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> just the facials and the animations are just perfect. So That was a question um, I had. Was that the Grinch? But then, um, yeah, I, I watching it again, I was like, shit, yeah, that is definitely the Grinch. Uh, BB, um, are you, as a firefighter, are you part of the union? yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't you, uh, yeah, weren't you uh, recently successful as a union? That's right, yeah, yeah. Just very recently. Um, much much like Homer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, much like Homer. Um, Strike breakers, unfortunately. We, <laughs> we, got, we got a good deal, um, and, and um, it, was, it was ratified. Um, yeah, I think if uh, this will this will come up probably, but I think if that keg of beer had been offered to firefighters union, like we would have just been bamboozled by that and just thrown it all away. <laughs> uh, what were your thoughts uh, on the episode overall? Yeah, so um, similar to Donovan uh, in in some ways. Upon rewatching it uh, the first time, I watched it several times recently and i know it's a very high rated uh episode and all that but um i wasn't that um taken with it um to begin with i what yeah i watched it three times um most recently this afternoon and i think it just took some getting back into or maybe just getting back into that simpsons brain i haven't watched it um in quite a while and donovan you've definitely cracked it um if with your sitting around watching uh, the Simpsons with your two toddlers. Um, Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd had it on earlier today, just sorry to interject. I'd had it on earlier today, just wa- watching this episode, and I was getting Hazel ready for bed, like, into her pyjamas, and she started going, Simpsons, Simpsons. Oh. Mate, I was like, mate, I'd love to watch it right now, but no, it's yeah. bedtime. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, an easy, it's an easy one, eh, when they say that. I'm just like, yeah, all right, come on, let's chuck it on here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm like groveling to my kids to get any like time for you know anything that I want to watch or listen to. So um, yeah, you've definitely cracked it there. Um, yeah, so it just took me a while to get back into the Simpsons brain, um, maybe, but I was surprised it came out at uh, at the top of a couple of uh, a couple of lists of best of Simpsons episodes um, that I saw, and I was a little bit surprised. Um, by that, but um, yeah, um, I, I still thought it was really funny. Really, just great, silly, daft moments in it that um, the Simpsons do so well. Um, I got a couple of little bits of trivia here that. Uh, Ooh, yes, you please. That's right. Producers wanted Anthony Hopkins or someone like Clint Eastwood to play the dentist originally. Someone sort of like because he's such a menacing character, um, they weren't interested in Hank Azaria 
uh, ended up doing it in the end. Um, also, uh, funny, OJ Simpson was going to be on the um, panel uh, for Smartline, but um, turned the part down <laughs> later to the relief of producers, which I thought who was... was the, who was the other one that's on there? With, isn't it some lady? On, on this uh, uh, wiki that I've got here in front of me, it says Joyce Brothers, who I've got no idea. It says Joyce Brothers as herself. Would have rathered OJ. Yeah, no idea who that is. They make her seem, I mean, she voices herself, but make her seem real dumb. American psychologist, television personality, advice columnist, and writer. She's like, I, hmm. I brought my own pen. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm a bit like you, BB, and I don't, I don't think it's necessarily uh, me having to get back in the Simpsons brain. Like, I can just flick on a Simpsons episode and thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, if I haven't watched it in three years, um, and so I, like I was expe- I was expecting, looking at some of the critical acclaim that it's got, I was at nine point one out of ten on IMDb. Um, I was expecting laughs every minute. Um, it took a while to get into for me. I didn't really uh, laugh out loud for a while. Um, but having said that, it did build and. It, there's bits that I've found funny this time that I've never found funny before um, and other parts that I have found funny in the past I didn't really laugh at this time um, so overall a good episode I'll give it a 2 out of 4 uh, maybe a 3 out of 4 um, I'm glad no one's given away any bits and quotes yet because that's what we're going to be doing next we'll just do a round table here um, and just jump in whenever you want um, but we'll start with you, BB. Um, maybe your favourite part. Uh, otherwise, me or Deezy might say it. I've got a quote written down here, and it's a Burns quote, and I'm certain that you both have it written down. So I might leave it for one of you um, and instead uh, go for probably the first bit that made me really laugh out loud which was a dentist bit i think they called dr wolf um uh so lisa's about to have her braces on um and he says lisa so you won't be scared i'll show you some of the tools i'll be using this is the scraper this is the poker this happy little fellow is the gouger um and it's just so (laughs) uh just got me that bit um, just because of the way he builds and, and, and he says it, and, and the, you know, the, the, the tools coming out with looking increasingly menacing and terrifying. I thought he was a great character. Yeah, he's, he's right up there for me, the dentist. Hank Azaria uh, was a great choice over Clint Eastwood and uh, was that Hopkins? Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Um, yep, Deezy. Oh, my one's very long-winded, and it might be the longest, <laughs> lo- 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 longest, longest uh, single quote of all time uh, on the show. But I'm uh, I'm going to put it out there anyway. So you know, one-off appearance in the episode for this character. Uh, <laughs> yes, just, uh, you know, one that will just stick in so many people's minds, or at least parts of it anyway. I'm talking about Abe Simpson and the Thirty oh, Strike yeah. Breakers. <laughs> it was just like the time I called the ferry over to Shelbyville. I needed a new hill for my shoe, so I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they called Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was a style at the time. Now, 
to take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those days, nickels had pictures of bummies on them. Five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was, I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. They didn't have white onions because of the war. The only thing you could get was those big yellow ones. Uh, just on that bit, um, yeah, he starts with, well, we can't bust heads what like we used to, but we have our ways. And then you hear the murmurs from the other guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you've got it. And I was, um, I thought, because um, I think it's um, like old Jewish guy is that like character's name. Um, and I thought uh, Simon, Simon was always a champion of his. So I thought he would have appreciated that like little bit from him. The, the approval from the other members. So good. Yeah, yeah. I swear that story of him saying, uh, I don't know if it was tying an onion to his belt or five bees for a quarter. He tells a story to like a checkout operator at some point that's similar. Definitely does, yeah. I can't remember what episode it is, but I, that, that I, when I saw the episode, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm sure he's said this story before. I think this is just a bit, a Simpsons bit, and I fucking crack up every single time. It's when... Uh, I can't remember whether Homer is exercising at the time or supposedly exercising. And Burns is like, who's that firebrand, Smithers? <laughs> Simpson, eh? A new man? Uh, that Simpson air gag is uh, a fantastic running gag with, with uh, Smithers and uh, Burns. I'm sure that happens a few times where Smithers reels off the things that he's done, right? Half a dozen things here. <laughs> Apparently that's the first explicit reference to him not knowing, not remembering who Homer is and Smithers rattling it off. And then on that occasion he says, doesn't ring a bell. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was so funny as well. Like such a good start to that gag. And I remember in another episode, the same sort of thing happens and Smithers says, all the recent events of your in your life have revolved around him in some way, which is such a funny way of putting it. Like, how could you possibly not remember this guy? Uh. <laughs> I think that we've done an episode. I think that was a season two episode where he says that. Um, oh, really? The one where where they he get um, oh, where he sends that big head at the end. He sends as like a thank you. They get that big Olmec head. Oh, Maybe yep. he thinks. Bart or something? I can't remember. God, I should blood, remember. Blood, blood, blood transfusion. Yeah, uh, blood, uh, yeah, something, blood something. Uh, BB, carry us on. Okay, well, jump in with my Burns quote. Um, he's giving Homer the tour of the mansion. Um, you know, there's the big TV and all that, but then they go into the room with a thousand monkeys working at a thousand typewriters and soon they'll have written the, the greatest novel known to mankind and he takes the takes the note and it was the best of times it was the blurst of times you stupid monkey um uh, and the monkey's like the monkey's smoking and another one's smoking a pipe and he like looks at burns like he's looking for approval on what he's written and <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, I thought the monkey did a good job there. <laughs> to even get that much, yeah. Uh, I I had a different part of the tour, but I'll get to that uh, after Daisy, hopefully. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll change course a little bit, and uh, it is still a Burns quote or a Burns bit anyway. But uh, Burns Senior, we have our flashback at the start of the episode. Uh, 
Burns makes the worker turn his pocket out, or Burns Senior makes him turn his pocket out. He goes, atoms, hmm, one, two, six of them, like six minuscule <laughs> atoms landing in this kid's pocket would have been like avoidable in any way, shape or form. Then just, uh, I know I know it's kind of too, but it's the bit really, but just when he sends him on his way, yeah, you kind of um, took it took it in the intro, but a lovely, uh, yeah, slightest uh, quote, I suppose, but the Japanese, those sandal-wearing goldfish tenders, da, bosh, flimshaw. Like these two just outrageous, uh, <laughs> outrageous expressions, even for the time. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, I thought that was very funny at the start of the episode when he's reminiscing about better times. Uh, yeah, just ca- ca- a fantastic bit. That's why I, I was really happy that I stole that for the intro. Um, yeah, that would he, uh, <laughs> he go, and this is the basement. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's not, not as good as your other ones. I really should stop ending the tour with it. <laughs> and then Omer goes to the, asks to go to the toilet and comes back. Um, and he goes, oh, did you find it? Did you find the toilet? Yes. <laughs> Real suspiciously. I love um one other detail on that. They go down into the basement after everywhere else and the fact he's got the office in there and they sit down at a table tennis table to have their meeting, you know. It's just <laughs> <laughs> so good. Any more BB? Uh yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um so uh after that Homer's returned to his home via helicopter and Burns is telling you, you know, you've won this round Simpson, but I'm going to crush you into the earth like a <laughs> bug. And then he, he falls out of the helicopter and crashes on the ground. And then it cuts to him in the stretcher. He's all bandaged up. Smithers gives the, the thumbs up to the helicopter pilot to take <laughs> off again. And he's still continuing that line of, of into the, like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they they fly off and um and he hits his head on the chimney of another house. It's just um yeah, it's a great absolute well. gold. Bezo. Um yeah, it's a it's a, it's another part and it's sort of uh, what one quote from that part, but um yeah, just when they have their own private negotiation and burn and uh, Homer thinks Burns is coming on to him. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a few good lines in there, but, um, but just the, the end one from Homer. Sorry, Mr. Burns, but I don't go in for those backdoor shenanigans. Sure, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious, but the answer is no. Is, uh, yeah, obviously some good ones in there. What does is, what is Burns say? Negotiations make strange bedfellows and then gives him that. Like over exaggerated wink, just yeah, so good. Eh? Yeah, Burns generally, like I felt Burns was a little bit different than normal in this episode. Like often Burns, it's obviously like his his dialogue is just fantastic, which it still was in this. But I felt like his physical comedy in this one, like little the little winks, uh, and like I think he's like like acting like a little girl, like put his hands on his uh, chin on his hands at some point of the negotiation. Um, yeah, he definitely sighs when Homer walks away. He's like, ah, like he's very disappointed, but like in a sexual way as well. It's, yeah, yeah, that, that I think that was I was one of my favourite parts of the episode. A mm. um, little bit that may, well, it, it didn't go unnoticed, I'm sure, but um, when Burns and Smithers were uh, up in the tall tower, where they had to go through all those little things and kick the dog out the way. 
Look at him strutting around like he's cock of the walk. Well, let me tell you, Homer Simpson is cock of nothing. At Custer Smithers, he's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking gold. Uh, I didn't have too many others. Do you guys have any more? A couple more. Um, yeah, go, go for it. Um, following on from that previous one I mentioned about Burns going off in the <laughs> helicopter, um, Marge says, um, oh, you know, they love you down at the plant. And Homer says, yeah, you're right. <laughs> the guys are um, always patting my bald head for luck or pinching my belly to heal my girlish laugh. Um, oh, geez, it doesn't sound like they like you very much at all. And then just <laughs> Homer's like, you know, <laughs> you're right. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to punch Lenny in the back of the head and then the cut to um, Lenny sipping the coffee and just getting the punch in the back of the head is just <laughs> looks so funny. Or Lenny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, definitely another couple. There's one here that you guys might not mention. It's pr- pr- pretty small, but um, just on the opener with McBain, um, I love that we have this sort of sequence and then, um, you know, uh, we, we've got the transition to Burns and uh, I think Bart says something like, uh, you know, God, he's so evil talking about this evil guy who's just like, I think, salmon puffed McBain. It's like McBain's just murdered about a dozen people there. <laughs> Including about four or five who were completely innocent. It's like this guy's evil. He salmon puffed him to sleep. Like it's this, it's, it's this ridiculous like action scene. I, I can only assume that they wanted it to just be as over the top as possible. And the bullet holes are like crazy as well. Oh, it's like, a lot of that's a lot of blood. Charlotte saw it as oh shit, was this. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just thinking. I was like, I don't, I don't think I, my daughter would definitely uh, would really appreciate that. There's like headshot wounds and stuff in that scene as well. Like it's real, it's as graphic as it can be for for the Simpsons. And as as you say, Donovan, there's just like the guy who's playing the bass guitar or something gets shot, and there's a guy he's just like eating a piece of cake and he gets shot in the head. Yeah. Like, but why does McBain, after all that, accept the salmon puff? That didn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, disgraceful. <laughs> I still need you. I guess the the parts that I found funny as a kid. And don't didn't laugh this time. You know, it was good to see them in the episode, but was the uh, Lisa needs braces, Daniel plan, and the dropping the pencil into his ass crack um, was one of them. Uh, do you know who the guy's name is? The guy with the glasses and Sandy here. No, I couldn't remember it when I was watching. Mm, had to look it up. Know. Chucky. <laughs> Terrible name. Um. And the other one was the, who keeps saying that? And that guy's like, mm, it was him. Get him, boys. <laughs> the me guy. Uh, that, I didn't find them funny this time, but it's something that I have found funny in the past. There's some good, there's some good stuff in that um, smart line um, debate um, as well. Um, Love that um, the the opening, Mr. Burns. You wanted to start with an opening tirade, like they indulge. They're happy to <laughs> indulge that, um, and then the stuff like Homer's the uh, the mention of a dinosaur makes Homer scream, and then uh, my director's telling me not to talk to you anymore. Woo! <laughs> um, then the Burns tirade, and then um, Kent Brockman just ends with <laughs> a chilling vision of things to come. <laughs> Kent's great, eh? Kent Brockman is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. I particularly uh, like it when he opens episodes 
uh, you know, like they're sitting around watching TV and it's him delivering some news item. Uh, I often find that very funny. Uh, anything else, Dees? I just have one more written down here. It's not a major part of the episode, but when um, Homer's just been made president of the union and he's, you know, celebrating over breakfast with his family and uh, talking to Lisa about, you know, see who the better negotiator is. Which Bart, even though Bart has about five lines in this whole episode, comes out with, Dad, I'll trade you this delicious doorstop for your crummy old Danish. Deal. And Bart, like, wolfs this thing down in a split second. And Homer's just sitting there with this... Cake looking uh, doorstop. It's perfect. Yeah, Homer says, done and done. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, as you say, he just he eats the Danish in one bite. <laughs> um, anything else? Just one, one more. Just, uh, just another stupid, silly bit like the protesters and Burns is going to put the hose on them for some reason. Like, <laughs> what were they thinking? And I think he says, like, put it up. Or crank it on or something like that and then obviously it, run, it runs away on him and he's flailing all over the place <laughs> yeah that's good um before we get to our mvp and best supporting actor um you're part of a union ben what what was carl's role exactly in that meeting yeah, i don't know i don't know how that worked um i was confused i was confused by how all of that worked and um Homer's the, the president, and then they just launch into strike action. Like, I think Carl announces that as well. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably no, no proper role. Yeah, but Carl, Carl's like, he's heading the meeting. And it's weird. What, what's, what's the significance of, like, the jazz dancers and, the, you know, like, it's the meeting for... Pastry chefs. Yeah, yeah. I don't get the significance like of that. Yeah, I wanted that. Um, all right. Uh, we'll go the other way this time. Deezy, your MVP, please. Yeah, I mean, like you said, probably going to be fairly uh, unanimous, this one. Uh, not really in many of the super early stages, is he? Oh, no, I guess he pops up, but, you know, strong throughout the whole episode. He's, big, he's the big player, isn't he? It's got to be Burns. Charles Montgomery Burns. Um, really steals the show. Uh, yeah, he's, he's in basically every act. Um We've sort of talked about some of his great qualities, but, you know, peak forgetting Homer. Uh, rattle, you know, Smithers rattles off about six things, and uh, I just think it's a great character. Like you say, the, the the physical acting or the animations that he gets through some of those, you know, the Grinch part leaning out over the balcony. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah, peak Burns. I really, I really like his dialogue in this. I know you say he's a bit different, but, yeah, I think he's quite funny. He's a bit, uh, bit more stupid than usual, I suppose. Like, mm. gets fooled by Homer a bit more, but... Um, yeah, I think it's sort of good that he gets the piss taken out of him as well, not just Homer. So, yeah, no, nah, definitely Burns. Yeah, uh, same for me. BB? Yeah, I want to go uh, against it, but it, it probably has to be him. Good physical moments as well, like you say, Dono. We didn't uh, mention it, but there's the bit where he says to Smithers that we can run the plant on our own, and then there's that real weird camp <laughs> montage where yeah. they're, like, da dancing around and skipping and stuff. and. <laughs> Yeah, that's good too. And it doesn't end with like them getting chased by robots. Yeah, that's it. The robots are just like kill, destroy, and um, Smithers is carrying him, and he sort of nuzzles into Smithers <laughs> as well, like into his neck. Robot workers, hundred percent loyal, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, BB, uh, this we may have some different ones for this, but your best supporting actor. Um, 
I'm going to go for the dentist for best supporting. He was right up there for me because uh, the, the, bit, the bit I mentioned uh, earlier on. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I thought that character was real funny and, and the idea of that sort of sinister, maniacal dentist. Um, yeah. Let's look at a picture book. The big <laughs> book of British smiles. <laughs> Yeah, he's. Um, yeah, I, I have to give it to him. Yeah, nice. Computer projection. The computer projection that's clearly like never going to occur. Like yeah. over dramatized to like. <laughs> what about you, Dees? Uh, I mean, it's probably the obvious one again. But um, to me, the other main player. Uh, I guess there's not many characters that have a heap of lines. Even someone like the dentist isn't it at the start, but then like. Total line, someone like Lisa, who's in a lot of the episode, doesn't even have that much. So um, I'd I'd gone for Homer. I mean, he, he's pretty inept in this, um, and it's a good kind of running joke that he kind of doesn't have to do, doesn't really do anything. He just exists, is voted into this thing and pushed into this thing, and all the times that Burns sees him doing something good, he's, you know, he, he's just been a battler, really. So... Um, uh, yeah, I, I think he's either sort of the butt of the joke or telling the punchline. So, yeah, for me, uh, I'd probably go Homer, supporting actor um, in this one. Um, I also think it's the first time maybe that he does that um, sort of spin on the ground. I think it was the first time of that from, from memory. I could be wrong, but, um, yeah, we see that pop up in, in later ones as well. But just out of nowhere, jumps up from the table straight away and does that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I think you may have just talked me round, Deezy. Uh, it, it really is an episode about Burns and Homer, um, and more so about Burns than anything, and maybe his uh, ineptitude in the situation. Because yeah, as you say, it's a pretty stock standard Homer episode, um, but he's a very good foil to Burns. It's a very different episode than other um, Simpsons episodes. Like there was the Lisa part of the story, but it wasn't. Like it kind of it linked to the main story. Often there's kind of like that main plot and then a subplot which sometimes joins up with the main one, sometimes doesn't. Uh, it was kind of just alongside, so there wasn't actually like an another story going on really, um, which I, which I found a bit disappointing actually. I quite like when they do that. Um, I, I was actually going to say Smithers, but then actually going through, like he just I think him being in a lot of those scenes with Burns. Um, makes Burns funnier in a lot of the time, but he, he didn't. He said bugger all, really. Um, it's a thing, yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'm going to have to um, agree with DZ. I did really like the dentist, um, and I did like Ralph Wiggum's couple of words as well, actually. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with Homer Simpson. Yeah, honourable mention if we wanted to be uh, slightly different on one. Got a uh, up to Lenny, Lenny Leonard. Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of moments. Gets the diamond swiped out of his tooth. Gets punched in the back of the head. Uh, At least he didn't get, didn't get pudding in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny's one of my favourite characters, um, so I was a bit disappointed because I knew he was in this episode that he wasn't in that, uh, more Lenny. Mm-hmm. More Lenny would have been good. Said, uh, said some more funny stuff, you know, during their picketing. I think there was potential there. He kind of just goes up to Lisa and gets her to, what does he say? Now do classical gas. And she starts like... <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Charlotte earlier in the day just thinking of those uh, strikes when the scene came on she was going where's my burrito where's my burrito where's my burrito it's real good uh. be good to have a video of this Daisy uh, for next time oh, definitely I'll definitely video her next time that's being requested posted on the socials um, hey thank you guys uh, for coming on today um, really appreciate your Simpsons knowledge and um, I know you haven't been on many of um, of our podcasts, but um, actually none there for BB. Um, so it'd be good to have you back in the future, potentially talk about Simpsons, maybe something different. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm available for whatever 90s topic you want. I, 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 do you guys, uh, you, hey, you guys want to do a plug? You can do a plug here if you like. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Hey, it'd be rude not to, right? Um, yeah, there's, there's there's some rumblings that the two of us might have a, a little something in the works, a um, little project maybe to, to come out. But um, yeah, sort of sort of highlighting our, our interest in, in the cinema and film. Uh, so a little a little film related podcast that we're looking at releasing. Uh, what's it called? Uh, so it's uh, lights, camera, reaction. If- if you like what you've heard here today and you like completely unverified pieces of trivia, um, <laughs> then you're in luck. Give it a listen. Wow, looking forward to uh, getting my um, appearance fee on that one too. All right, uh, thanks for listening and thanks again, hired goons. 